0: I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the bug that splatters across the windshield of crime. I am Darkwing Duck, and I'm listening to the Candare Podcast. How about you?
1: Welcome to another episode of Can Dare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jake Runyon. And uh, we've got a fun episode for you this that week. we do. Uh, we do not have a guest this
2: week, you so... You might say our guest is our inner child this week. Hey, how about that?
1: Mm-hmm. How about mm-hmm. that? Mm. Uh, but I did want to try something new with the Retro Roundtable, which I'll explain once we get into it. And then uh, we're just going to end the episode uh, talking about comics we found on the internet and uh, why we like them. So...
2: Jake, here's the part where I tell you what's on the website it hasn't changed but that doesn't mean it's not still important that you go there and click everything check us out on Twitter at CandairPod. check us out on Instagram at Canned underscore Air we're on Patreon, so if you like what we do dollar a month isn't going to kill you but it sure as hell is going to help us and, uh, you know, if you need to contact us you want to be on the show, promote your work it's all there on the website CannedAirPodcast.com
1: very efficient very efficient. Everything in a nice little package. Well,
2: that's what they call me. The nice little package.
1: Oh my god, no, you're fine.
2: Now we're off to a good start now. I just want that to be...
1: Alright, well let's just kick it off with this week's retro round table.
0: grab Tape Yeah!
1: what i want to do with these uh, round tables when we can't think of anything for the topic cuz i was racked this week i every week gets harder you know yeah, we keep yeah. using all these topics and i'm like what there to is to nothing do, new under the
2: sun, especially when we're all about nostalgia. You can right. only mine that
1: for so long. Exactly. So I got to thinking, well, what if we looked back in uh, when we can't think of something, you know, or we can't talk about something that's trending. Let's look back over pop culture history, like this week in pop culture history. What happened? And maybe we could find something cool there to talk about. And boy, I think
2: that's such a solid concept. We could probably just
1: call it this week in pop culture history. And that's a great idea. I think <laughs> we will. So, let's take a look back into pop culture history and see what we can find.
2: This week in pop culture history, January 28th, 1958, the world-famous Lego brick
1: was copywritten. So, we're going to be talking about Legos. I like it. I like it a lot. I hope copywritten is the correct past tense of copyright. (laughs) It won't be the first time something would be, would have been mispronounced on this show, so don't <laughs> feel true. bad. Okay. Nah, don't man. feel bad. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. All right, so, Lego. Where do we begin? Uh, uh, maybe, like, our personal I remember my very first encounter with Lego. Okay. It
2: was at my grandmother's house. It was a clear plastic tub, because that's where all Lego was destined to end up. It was actually, I think, it was my cousin's. Mm-hmm. belonged to him he left it over and my grandmother presented it to me he was like here you go Jake have a look at these and i'm like what are these
1: you right. know it's all just right. like
2: immediately i understood what i just how endless the possibilities were right, right? so my dad and i we sat down and we built everything mostly like spaceships cuz sure what kid isn't obsessed with spaceships right. at one point so that was all i did but i remember my dad would make these Beautiful, I would almost call them elegant Spaceship designs that were like Aerodynamic You sure. could see them reaching escape velocity You're like, yeah, that's a shuttle, that's a moon lander Whatever the hell For some reason I always wanted to weaponize them <laughs> So he, he'd make something That was like really spot on And I'd be like, yeah, but it needs missile launchers On both sides and a laser here <laughs> Moon and, rover with death ray Cannon. Exactly, like who are they fighting up there And the thing is The the smiling, sort of happy yellow faces of the Lego men Never sat right with my weirdly warlike mentality So what I would do is I would turn their heads backwards And then put the helmet on So they weren't smiling Oh, wow Yeah Saying it out loud, I'm starting to realize how kind of creepy that (laughs) was But honest to God, that's what I used to do Because I'm like, no, this is a war zone (laughs) No one is happy And that's just how it had to be
1: Oh my god, that's that's priceless. That's yeah. and that's you.
2: That was me. That's it was just great you. Great though, because you know I had that, or there was that original like spaceship set, the one with right. the horrible plastic helmets that always broke at the jaw. You know, had I that little still symbol.
1: Have mine somewhere around so here. awesome. I've got him. Yeah, for sure. I and it was cool when the Lego Movie came out to see that. And he had that broken jaw. I was like. Ah! I was, too. I was like, I had that. It's someone was like, well, everyone had that. That's why he's in the movie, asshole. Well, shut know? up. I'm having fun. I'm <laughs> having a moment here. Shut up. I paid for this. Don't ruin it for Right, me. right.
2: <laughs> but yeah, my first encounter was like seeing awesome spaceship designs and thinking, needs more
1: guns. I think my first was, the at least I can remember, was the IndyCar uh race set I mean it was mm-hmm. like the the start and finish line with like a little section of track yeah yeah had a little like stadium bleachers you could build with a big like announcer's tower sure you know the start and go start lights at the front of the strip. It was really cool, but I think we've talked about on the show before how with those things you spend all that time putting them together, and like for a few weeks you're very protective of them, yeah, and you make sure yeah. they stay that way. But then over time, like you know, like someone walks by and kicks it, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, it's right. falling
2: or it like gets cannibalized for parts. You're like, right, well, and
1: then it just, just ends up going this. into the bucket. You yeah. know, it yeah. ceases to become part of a an set, set and just becomes the. You know, the miscellaneous Legos. Yep. Those are my favorites though, you know. Oh yeah. You never know what you can make. Yeah. I remember being younger and
2: going through a time where I, I wasn't just playing with Lego, but I was like really full on obsessed with it. It was what I did when I was not at school, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had a shelf where I kept all of my favorite things that I'd put together. I'd have, you know, stations and robots and spaceships right. and suits of, like, armor that I'd stick my little Lego guys in. I went all out with it. Over time, though, I was starting to run out of, like, interesting parts. So I found myself making, like, gradually more blocky and uninteresting creations. And, uh, like, even as a kid, I reached that point where I realized, like, this is this is a problem. Right. You know, I'm going to need to go back and start afresh here. But... Man, it, it took me a while. I swear I must have used nearly every piece in that bucket. After a while, wow, just like persistently.
1: I uh, knew this guy who uh, was a genius with Legos. I mean, he's just a genius to be, you know, just period. He's a genius. But <laughs> uh, I mean, he could uh, design something without any kind of instructions. Like he came to work one day with the Fu- the Back to the Future Delorean. <laughs> I was like, dude, I didn't know that was a set. Where'd you get that? And he goes, just
2: made it cold.
1: Probably. No, I just made it. I was like, you didn't have instructions? No, I just made it, because I just had to tear it down and now glue it back together. But this thing looked sweet. It looked perfect. I could not believe it. It's wild. And and, uh, I remember one time I tried to make a, uh, (laughs) when the Power Rangers first hit, I had these little teeny tiny uh, Power Ranger figures. Actually, a couple of them are up here on the top shelf. Oh, yeah. I see See them up there. the yellow there. Oh, and there's the red. Yeah, I see them. Well, they were just big enough where I could take my Legos and build up the Zord around sure. them. And that's what I did. Yeah. Mind you, this thing looked like a hot mess. This thing <laughs> well, really looked like shit. It looked nothing like the thing from the show. But it kind of functioned as such, you know? And, the, like, the individual legs were cars. So, like, they were their own things. And then, like, it would snap together and it would stand up the way it did in that opening sequence of the <laughs> yes. show. But, um, and another cool thing, you know, like, if you were fighting it with, like, another dude or something, it would take, like, battle damage. Chunks of it would fly ah, off. Ah, there you go. It was cool in yeah. that aspect. But, you know, that's just a perfect example. It can become anything. Sure. Want. And, that's and you know, it's
2: funny. Freaking awesome. I feel like anyone who spent a lot of time with Lego when they were younger, you've got vague memories of, like, the coolest stuff you made. But right. if you went back in time and saw the stuff you put together as a kid... Oh, my I think goodness. you'd probably be amazed at what you are capable of. Yeah. Because when you think about it logically, like if if you sat down in front of a big box of Lego and they said, build a Zord that comes apart, takes battle damage, and looks approximately the way it does in the show, you'd be like, fucking, what what am I, a Lego expert? Right. But when
1: you're a kid, you just kind of do, you know, it's something that just happens. And you're like, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. You can see a lot more there than actually is. Yeah, I get it. It's like uh, things that you have, you know, not only Legos, but there are things that just as a child, you're like, man, if I only had that again today, it would be amazing. Like, uh, I guess the the original Ninja Turtles uh, cartoon is a perfect example. Like when I acquired the DVD sets within the past few years, like this is going to be sweet. <laughs> and I put it in. I was like, Oh, uh, didn't super well. Same with the X-Men cartoon. That yeah, was so that hard to hurt. watch again. Was the Spider-Man bad. one's a bit jarring. Cause the frames per second yeah. are like few. Single digits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, I can still roll with that one, but, or like when you remember like, uh, like a high C drink or a squeeze it or something. Yep, and then you go yep. get it and you're like, oh, oh this is fucking awful.
2: Gross. Like, yeah. You remember like the little juice barrels? I think they were yes. called hugs. Yeah. When you're a kid, you're like, oh my God, Christmas came early. Yeah. I had one not too long ago and I'm like, this doesn't even taste like sugar water. No. You know, it's.
1: It's like, it tastes like water. Yeah. With it, a it tastes tinge like
2: to it. Kool Aid somebody drank and then pissed out. <laughs> And <laughs> backwashed into the Yeah, thing. yeah it's just Kool Aid <laughs> filtered through a human digestive system.
1: That's pretty sick. What? You know what else is that way? Is the orange drink at McDonald's. Dude. I had that the is not best memories well. of that stuff from a, as a child. Yeah. And when I've had it, I'm like, oh, this is horrible. Like, it doesn't taste orange. No. I remember having,
2: like, school events when i was in elementary and they'd bring out the big yellow jugs of the mcdonald's orange drink, yes like that's McDonald's exactly would make what i'm thinking about and i'd see it and i'd be like oh my god it's oh, gonna be beside a good day yourself it's yeah. a you, what can what could ever reach that high it's anymore. like christmas happening while you're at school yeah like it's awesome it's like a little little part of school that isn't school yeah take a sip and you're free but, dude, it's not the same. In fact, you know, I wanted to relive that old nostalgia the other day. I got some McDonald's. Yeah, I do it from time to time. Okay. I do too. I'm a little overweight. I'm at peace with that. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, give me the number six, uh, six piece, whatever the fuck. is. like, what do you want to drink? I'm like, give me the orange drink. They're like, okay. And I'm like, let's do it. Let's try it. Dude, it wasn't even orange drink. It was just
1: Fanta orange. Oh, seriously? Yeah, and somehow that was worse. Because, A, Fanta is not great. They're not even comparable. I mean, orange drink is doesn't have... A, it's not soda. It's not carbonated. Yeah, it's not carbonated. It's like high C orange. But, yeah, exactly. it's
2: like orange soda. And I was like, come on, man. Wow, you got ripped off. I know. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I sure love Lego. And I'm glad that...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, what blew my mind was when they would bring that orange drink to school and they would bring the McDonald's cups, cups to accompany it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. How is McDonald's at my school? Worlds are crossing. I didn't know we had this technology. (laughs) The idea of
2: like corporate sponsorship is just way too advanced for an elementary
1: school kid. Blew my little mind. Yeah. Sure. All right. But back to the topic at hand. Um, Fun facts I have here. Prior to 1947, Legos were originally made of wood. I can see that. Yeah. But they probably wouldn't last very long. I no. think they would probably warp like and they, break, and it, they, they'd wear down faster.
2: I would think. Yeah,
1: they wouldn't have as tight a bond after a while as the plastic ones. Yeah, I don't. Well, they didn't have that snap together aspect yet. At least I don't think at that time. But uh, still, it makes me think of Lincoln Logs. Did you ever play with yeah, those? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those were fun. Those are cool. I mean, you could only make one type of thing with them really the cabin yeah yeah <laughs> you're pretty limited i mean if you have a big supply of them you can make some cool shit Sure. i w- i used to ma- i used to get the box out build a cabin then have my bi- my action figures fighting around them and throw them through the walls ah, so they, they came apart real nice collateral yeah. damage yeah, yeah. they yeah.
2: held themselves together until you applied a little force yeah so they, they watching they were good like, for
1: that. the roof and the side of the wall tear out <laughs> yeah. from as a result like,
2: yeah, fuck yeah 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 It was awesome. You know, I remember seeing Lincoln Logs when I was younger and having, like, two competing thoughts. One was, like, those are cool, but they're a little boring. I'd rather have Lego. Right. You know, like, you see them in the toy store or whatever. And the other is, I'm like, wow, what a nice, wholesome toy. Like, even as a kid, I understood there was something pure about Lincoln Logs. Because, like, on the one hand, you can't make anything violent out of Lincoln Logs. You really got to, unless you carve them down into a shiv or something. <laughs> there's really nothing you can build that's dangerous. Which has probably been done. Oh, I'm sure. And the other thing is like Lincoln. It's got Lincoln in the name, one of our finest presidents. I mean, I understand it's Lincoln, like they link, but I have to imagine it's also a reference to Abraham
1: Lincoln. Oh, right? I, I always thought it was. Yeah. And that the way they spell it, they don't spell it Lincoln. No, it's like L I N K I N logs. Oh,
2: it is? Yeah. Because they link together at the end.
1: Oh, I thought it was actually spelled like Abraham Lincoln. See, I almost. thought so I, that's for what a while as well. Yeah.
2: Oh, I learned something today.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember
2: being kind of disappointed when it occurred to me. You know, I was like, oh, that's not really." But it is, and it isn't. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I'm not an expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, let's talk about Mega Blocks for a second. Let's address Ooh. the elephant in the room.
1: Mega Blocks, oh, the the uh, the Kmart version. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've got mixed feelings about Mega Blocks. I'll tell you why. Okay. A, they suck. They suck. They do not hold Are together. Are they the ones that have like the They're bigger, a lot bigger mm-hmm. than Lego and uh They're like open at the end.
2: They sort of mimic that Lego shape up top, but they're not as precise on the bottom to accept that like tight fit. Okay. Where that where the pegs reach the like open slot there. Mega blocks sucked. They're never as good as Lego. That's the end of it. There's no getting around it. But Mega Blocks always had like edgier shit. They had like more dangerous looking designs.
1: I'm trying to remember. I mean, I remember Mega Bloks. I just don't remember what uh like any other sets or anything. I don't remember any examples. Like there was there
2: was nothing keeping Mega Bloks wholesome the way Lego kind of cleave pretty close to it. Like even their more violent stuff, Space Invaders, knights and monsters. Was always kind of safe and rounded at the edges. You know what I mean? Right. And I don't mean like literally physically. I mean like conceptually. Sure. Mega Blocks, on the other hand, had a lot of guns and explosives. And
1: help me, th- was it Mega Blocks that would? I mean, they would actually fit with Legos. They were semi-compatible. Because I've got a bucket in the basement somewhere with some of my old toys from my childhood of, uh, like, Army Army Man Legos. And they the figurines were about the same size as Lego figures, just a little bit bigger. But their legs actually hinged at the knee. Yeah, like they that's Mega blocks. That's Mega blocks For sure. Well, yeah. they, they coincided with all my Legos. Like, I mixed and matched them all the time.
2: If you've got a good ratio of Mega blocks to Lego, you can make it work but anything that is purely mega blocks is doomed to fall over and shatter. Is that right? That's what I think anyway. But yeah, you could get like realistic looking soldiers and things like that. You can't get a Navy SEAL with an MP5 and a Lego kit, you know. Right, right. So
1: they were neat. Yeah, I mean they
2: they had a they had a place
1: in the world. It just wasn't as the main course. They were a sure. garnish. You know what I mean? One toy I always loved growing up that um, I don't know if you know if it's been out of style since years ago, but just the bag of Green Army Man. Did you ever play with oh, those? Yeah, I love those. Okay, well they must be popular if they're still being sold in the store. You know, I think
2: so. I think you still see them now and again. I, more often than not, I would see them like hanging off the hook in grocery store aisles. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like I that was the place. Army Man, and I would I spent so much time. Not only playing with them, you know, you'd get a bag that had green and tan guys, yeah. so you'd position the teams on these on each side of the room, or if you're out in the yard, you know, I'd build, like, like sand dunes and yeah, like ta- yeah. caves and shit through them, firecrackers on their backs, you know. <laughs> I, oh, I had so much fun with Army men. So I guess that's why I gravitated toward that Army man style. Sure, set I mean, it only Lego makes sense. Yeah. Because you could build your
2: own tanks and shit. But man, there's something Humvees. about the little regular plastic Army men that really brought it out in you. You know, it's just something about it felt. Gen- and you get the really cool sets that come with like sandbags and oil right. barrels and stuff like that. And I remember one of my favorite things in the world is you get like a fast food drink carrier. You flip it over; it's got this perfect bunker-like shape.
0: It's like oh, sloped yeah. with
2: little firing ports. Those were like my favorite thing to use as cool. terrain for my army men
1: when I was younger. There was a uh, my my friend's uncle, I think. When we were uh, real young, we used to uh, hang out over at their house all the time, and he uh, he was I don't know. We were probably what nine, ten, and he was you know a teenager. But he it was when GI Joe was really oh, big. Yeah. And he had gotten one of those, uh, like, fishbowl that was, like, the the very, like, one you would see on a cartoon or something. Very stereotypical, like, just the ball. Sure. Bowl. And he had it turned over, like, he had a duplicate of a figure. So he turned it over, like, on this stand and glued it down with all these, like, control panels in it. And it looked like this really, like, freaking high-tech, like, air, air tower control. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of thing. And, um, like a command center kind of deal. Yeah. we, we would just, wow, that's awesome. We made so many cool things out of just junk. Yeah. Like, we'd find a box and build levels in it and, like, get toilet yeah. paper rolls and make tunnels through the walls. And, oh, my God, we'd have so much fun with that Those stuff. were the days. And it was so simplistic, right. you know? How much did that cost you?
2: A bag of army men and the rest you find, you know, to pay for something army comparable. Army men? These dollar. Days, yeah.
1: The memories? Priceless, Priceless. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Back to Lego here Yeah <laughs> You ever been to a Lego amusement park? No,
2: but I've been to the Lego portion of Disney World
1: Well what? Lego has Legos at Disney World?
2: Yeah, yeah There was a It wasn't huge It was just like a little aside That was super Lego-centric At least at the time I was there
1: Boy, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was cool. There, uh, there's a Lego store here in Columbus at the Easton Mall. Oh, I didn't realize. And they just announced they're putting like a mini indoor amusement area for Lego cool. over there of some kind. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but I've always wanted to go check that store out because I think you can go in there and like customize your own little figures. I thought it'd be cool to get a little Lego. Oh, all the Legos yeah, of all yeah, little custom uh, mini figs. Gosh, those are the best. Yeah, so I'd like to go do that sometime, maybe check it out. But yeah. just the idea that... Uh, you know th- that they have their own amusement park. I don't know why that blows my mind. It's you know, pretty awesome film. You know, film production companies. I understand. You know, sure. you've got this. You know, whole Universal Studios. Disney you've got a, yeah, all these movies under your belt. With all these iconic characters. Why not put them in one that's place? That's cow. Yeah. For just a toy manufacturer to have you know a whole theme park based on just one of their products That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. It says something about the the
2: enduring popularity of that product. Yeah. Know. Yeah,
1: it's crazy, but... So, anyway.
2: Let's... And you know, there's something else I wanted to address. The, maybe it's just because I'm getting older and my sensibilities are changing. Oh, I, I'm 26, so I'm not getting old, but I am aging. And uh everything seems more expensive, I suppose, you know. Mm-hmm. But Lego seems outrageously expensive. And oh, I wonder, yeah. has it always
1: been that pricier? Am I just more apt I... to notice it? I can't remember. I don't think so, because... um I did some research on the topic last night, and I guess through the 90s, they were being hit pretty hard. Like, they were mm. going through a hell of a law. I think 11 years, they were, like, losing sales. Wow. So, yeah, they almost went under. But um, what saved them was in 99, I think it was? Yeah. They started licensing movie characters and cartoon characters oh, okay. for the first time. Because before that, it always been, like, police headquarters, Yeah, it Yeah, the generic room. Lego yeah. folk. And um, so they, the first stuff they did was Star Wars, you know, and... Oh, Jesus. Well, it's the rest a shame that history. didn't take yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the best move they could have made. Sure. And I think it was after that the prices skyrocketed. That makes sense. Because do you really see many Lego sets? I'm sure there are Lego sets, but I don't see many that aren't licensed characters anymore. Yeah, yeah. The original stuff is, is kind of drying up. And, you know, it's a
2: shame because I remember... My favorite Lego sets of all time They were I, I want to say they were called Explorians Or something Right. Very spacey, like alabaster white Super pulp sci-fi look to them And these aliens that had like Green translucent helmets And they had some of the most Elaborate, fantastic looking sets I remember a spaceship that must have been At least two feet long Separated into pieces, had an escape pod I obsessed over those there is nothing I love more than mm. that set, but you don't see them anymore. I mean, they're gone. It's just old. It's done, right? You know, I don't. Maybe you can find them on eBay for five trillion billion dollars. You know how it is, but the, you don't really see that kind of thing as much as the licensed characters. Yeah,
1: I wanted to get <clears throat> so bad when it came out the Simpsons house. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, obviously all the shit behind me, but sure. Um, it was like three hundred dollars, I think. And see I Man. can't justify that. No. If I have three hundred dollars, I can like buy a switch. That's the gift that keeps on <laughs> yeah, giving. Seriously. You know? But um the the Millennium Falcon thing, the most expensive Star Wars uh, Lego out there is the Ultimate Collector's Edition Millennium Falcon, four hundred and ninety nine dollars. <sighs> Spicy meat to ball.
2: Yeah. It's but, only got like sixteen bags of things you've gotta to put together individually and then
1: But the thing about that is is, is expensive they are as they are. People still fall, you know, head over foot to pay that money for They buy it. them. And that's why the price is so high. Yeah. Um, if only Beanie Babies would have caught on like Lego <laughs> did, yeah. right? But, um, you know, I'm almost positive they probably still make those original sets. I know, like, if you were to go to, like, an actual Lego store or a Toys R Us that has a whole big Lego section. That's a good point. I know they've fine. got, like, uh, like different places around the world. Legacy like the Eiffel Tower, you know, monuments and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you can find it there, but you know where I'm typically seeing like Walmart or sure. department stores, Target. You know, you don't. They, there's a much smaller, concentrated yeah. dose, and it's the all stuff licensed. that sells. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, what I forgot to mention about Legoland Amusement Park, by the way, is what it, was that it first opened in 1968, yeah. which I found very intriguing. I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah. Like, I, that's damn near around huh. Disney, like, coming yeah, to town. Yeah, yeah. Like, shortly after Disney. You think of that as kind of a recent deal. I think 90s. Yeah. That's the first time I'd ever heard of it, and it... Still seemed like, oh, that just must be some foreign thing. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, in Denmark, there's a Lego Land. Like, all right, cool. Maybe it it only is in Denmark. Is there not one in the United States? I don't know. I, I, I'm almost certain there's one. I thought there was one in like California. I thought there was. I mean, maybe the
2: first one opened in Europe.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure the first one was probably in Denmark because it's a Danish company, right? Yeah, 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 Yeah. it is. So it would have had to have been there.
2: Uh, from the Vikings, we have been given
1: Lego. <laughs> Let's see what else we got here. Um, interesting fact about Lego, and this is something I did not know. This Lego was a toy company created by uh, Ole Kirk Christensen, a Danish carpenter. Okay, cool. And he was just a normal carpenter who had a great business, but... Over time, he was losing business. His company yeah. was drying up. Needed to switch things up a little. So he started making toys. Went into business with his son, making toys. And like little wooden ducks, trucks and stuff. Yeah. But he had a level of quality on it that people couldn't ignore. And sure. they, everybody wanted his stuff in his store. A common thing done uncommonly well. And right. Like- and they hit some hardships. But then, uh, now mind you, everything I'm telling you here, I'm pulling from this documentary I saw. <laughs> that uh, made him look like uh, some kind of hero. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But, um, you know, after some failed attempts and after, you know, many years, obviously it's become what it is. Well, like we said, the whole reason we're doing this is in uh, 1958. This week in 1958 was the year that the Lego brick was patented. Now, he patented it in 1958, but he did not, in fact, invent it. Everything I've seen kind of glazes over the fact that the original concept for Lego came from a whole different, what was it? Kitty Craft Blocks, are what they were called. Kitty Craft Blocks. Made by someone else. Doesn't roll off the tongue quite as nicely. It doesn't, but the fact of the matter is the idea belonged to somebody else. The whole snap-together thing, like with the tubing in the bottom, I think. Sure, sure, yeah. I could get some of these details wrong. So if there's some hardcore Lego fans out <laughs> there like getting pissed off, please pardon me. But Lego started copying these ideas and making money off of it, uh-huh. which drove the other one out of business. And in 1957, Hillary Fisher Page, who was the founder, invented this stuff. Yeah. Committed suicide over the fact of a of bad business. Wow. And then 1 year later Lego swoops in <laughs> oh, and patents shit. this that which was uh, previously protected. Isn't that fucked up? That is gnarly. Blood on the bricks, my friend. Yeah. Blood on the bricks. That's what we need to call the episode. Oh shit, there it is. <laughs> what choice do we have?
2: Now? <laughs> oh my god, that's so- that's my nightmare. The yeah. idea that I that I if I created something excellent that someone else could end up not necessarily stealing it, but Earning the success that it brings them, and le- oh
1: man, what a horrible working your that ass is. off on something, and then having someone yeah. swoop in and take it from you, and it's happened time uh, and time again, time and time. That's again. how
2: the wealthy get wealthy, I suppose.
1: I guess, but it's kind of fucked up. That is a bummer, man. I don't know. I've always said there's no room for uh, morality in, in yeah, business, yeah. right? It's it's you or them. It's it's cutthroat. Yeah. Sink or swim. Damn. I guess that's why I'm not a businessman. <laughs> yes, seriously. <laughs> One thing to hark back on before we uh, go any further is the uh, Lego movie. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but what was your first impression when you heard about the Lego movie coming out?
2: My first thought is like, that's a cash-in. You know what yeah. I mean? It it, it kind of worried me because I've always been... a. An asshole. Like every time I see something new or interesting, I'm always like, oh, it's just a ploy to get you to buy more stuff.
1: Right. Consumerism. Like the emoji movie kind of thing. Not that that was really getting them to buy anything new, but.
2: No, that's them pushing Satan's erect penis (laughs) right between your teeth. Like, you like this? You like this film? But no, I saw the Lego movie and I was like, that kind of sucks. You know, like they're mining my childhood for money. I get it, that's how the world works. I saw the movie, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of it.
1: The only thing I didn't like about it was the song. Everything
0: is awesome! <laughs> yeah. that,
1: oh, I just wanted to put a fucking drill to my temple. Yeah. yeah but um, when I first heard of the idea, I thought, okay. I mean, I would understand if it was a like Lego Batman movie, which they eventually did. Yeah, right. But not that I predicted anything. I, n- I never said that to originally. I just was like, how do you make a movie around a... Products. Yeah. Again, you know, you have all like the Lego Star Wars, Lego Harry Potter, so I get I get doing those movies, but just Lego without a license, how do you do that? Great movie. I thought I
2: mean, the, the concept of like the <laughs> Cause it's the conflict everybody's run into mm-hmm. playing with Lego. The sort of super free creativity versus the no. This is the way it has to be. And I have to admit, I was firmly in the Lord business camp of like everything has a place. You do not violate the specificity of the models. You know, it's right. The aesthetic has to be coherent. Get that fucking duck off the top of my satellite dish. That doesn't make any sense. You keep the barnyard animals in the barn, etc. So, yeah, I, I thought it was handled really well. I almost got the impression. Its conception was very much a cash-in, but the people in whose hands it was left understood what to do with it. Absolutely. It was one of those super rare circumstances where, like, corporate vision aligned with creative potential in a way that wasn't stifling, and it worked to everybody's
1: benefit. They just tackled absolutely everything and everyone's experience with the product. Which is pretty impressive. You know, we mentioned the spaceman with his little broken thing. Kids yeah. nowadays probably won't understand no. that as much as the adults that. God have damn taken it, them. we did. Yeah. We did exactly. Or another thing that just oh my god was amazing to me was um, Morgan Freeman's character, the the wizard. Yeah, yeah. with his pops, his little lollipop, lollipop, <laughs> yeah. with the sucker. Because who didn't have that sure. in their Lego bucket? Like I can think of. The, I definitely had those in my. It Lego just bucket. fit perfectly, and. Just that spec—what's the word? Specificity. There it is. Thank you. We not good with words. To attention was amazing, just amazing. And the super glue, and (laughs) what else? There was something else, like a band aid. I think I actually had a band aid on. Well, did they have band aids in it, or no? Am I just remembering that from something else? Maybe Um, I just had band aids in my bucket, and I'm thinking they were in the movie too.
2: Maybe. I can't quite remember. I wouldn't be surprised if they were there at one point. Mm. But, yeah, they handle everything. And, dude, the the quality of the animation is oh, still yeah. kind of frightening, you know? Yeah. I remember seeing it and thinking, like, I wonder how much of this is, like, live action and how much is computer. No, dude, it's all computer generated.
1: It's just fucking impressive. And it's amazing when they take that technology but still make it look like they get stop motion. Yeah, and you can see the... Frames per second. Like, you can see the thumbprints on the... It's incredible. Yes. (laughs) It's It's awesome.
2: It's almost like um, there was a game that came out. It was a Kirby game. And I'm not a big Kirby fan, but I thought this was neat because uh, it was supposed to give the impression of being claymation... So what they did was they, like, recorded his animations at a very high frame rate, just standard, but then, like, throttled the... No, it's, like, something to do with how they recorded the animations at a high frame rate, but throttled it when it plays on screen, so it has the illusion... Of being Oh, I see. Sort of like it's got a jerky motion. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't just look like the frame rate is low though. The effect is like perfectly oh, this is a physical object moving around. I didn't explain it well, but it's just that there's something to that, you know, where you can you can work the system to create a level of surrealism that
1: uh, And you know, we've talked about before on the show how certain effects are just effects that catch on and become trendy in cinema yeah. are results of mistakes being made trying to achieve something with the technology at your sure. disposal. It's like that limitations
2: that breed amazing new ideas. Right, right, right. When you have to work within a box, you know, with a, with a set amount of things at your disposal, you're going to find creative ways to use those things.
1: It's just, I, I adore the minds that... Can write something like that And be all-encompassing And uh, just so well-rounded I just couldn't do that Someone came to me and said Write a movie based on Legos Oh, okay, let me just do that Like, never would have I, one, thought to bring real people into it (laughs) Yes, Two, would I ever thought to bring in You know, the child's imagination Is what's bringing them to life It was just perfect, just perfect Perfect little film Agreed No, I never saw any of the other ones at all I saw Lego Batman and? It was okay. It yeah. had its moments. I didn't.
2: Uh, I didn't really want to see it. Sure. I ended up seeing it because it was what was playing when some friends and I wanted to go see a movie. You right. Know? But uh, it was funny. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I'm sure. I, I feel like if I had seen it without having seen the Lego Movie, it would have been a lot funnier. Because to me, it felt like Lego Movie 1.5. It was like Lego Movie DLC. You know what I'm saying?
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was like an expansion pack. A little little much. A little much. It was it was a lot of the same. I don't know. I think the Batman character in the Lego movie was well, like on, oh, on yeah. screen no, for enough. Oh, he was No, not questioning the merit of the character. I, I loved him, but the amount of him you got in the I movie see what you mean. Yeah. was probably spot on. And maybe I think having so. his own movie might be a bit much. Just but. a little. Love Will Arnett Dude, oh, sure. laugh. Wasn't there another one after that like a Ninjago Yeah I never saw any of that Was Ninjago
2: the, that specifically
1: was, made for Lego Or is that something else that, that they licensed That was a
2: television series It was specifically made for Lego I believe it started with the kits Then there was a series Then there was the movie I never cared about it necessarily Because it was very much marketed towards kids Right That was something that was so specific in its audience That like I'm like alright I gotta draw a light
1: Yeah I had never seen uh, anything Ninjago before So I didn't know if it was like a licensed thing That they just picked I up or, uh, I really don't even know what it is it's I wouldn't worry Lego about Ninjas it. Yeah that's right? I
2: mean that's all there is to it I just well, know
1: That's it's all it really can be Yeah but, okay. but it's, it's for kids not gotcha. like the rest isn't, but this one's <laughs> just for kids. Well, they definitely yeah. make some of that stuff aimed at adults. Oh I mean, sure, no one's wanting to, the kids aren't wanting to go buy the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, and yeah. No one puts that. together the Eiffel Tower like, look, well, I mean, it's a landmark. Like, obviously. I'm sure there are some, but yeah, few kids who between. like
2: are in math club after school. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong
1: with that. It's there just isn't. not who I am. I knew one of those kids yeah. growing up. More power to them. He was a great guy. I wonder what he's doing. He's probably like making bazillions. An
2: investment of dollars, banker, yeah. like
1: all over the world, like doing way more than I am. But he was that dude. Like when you go to his house, his house was huge, and like you go to his bedroom, you don't see like Ninja Turtles or stuff going yep, around. Yep. You seeing like like uh, you see a globe, and then there's like a Lego thing <laughs> yeah. of the pyramids of Egypt, and it's like oh, well, wow. Empire
2: State Building. Uh, I just finished the Chrysler building. Cool. Do you have any spaceships?
1: (laughs) Did you get your room from school? (laughs) But, um... Huge, but, like, sparse. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He was a cool dude, though. I I really enjoyed hanging out with him. I wonder whatever happened to him. But anyway, I don't know if he had Legos. I hope so. (laughs) Every child should have Lego. That that pyramid could have been Blocko. I don't know. Or or Mega Block or whatever. Oh,
2: here's an important question. Mm -hmm. While we're sort of running into the... You say Legos. I've always said Lego, like the singular, same as the plural. Not okay. for any
1: particular reason. I wonder if there is a right way and a wrong way. I just think it's the uh, the way we're thinking about them. You're thinking about them as like a as a product, where I'm thinking about them as a, like a bucket of individual little pieces. That makes sense. I, I'm always referring to them as like a bunch of little pieces.
2: And I think more often than not, you hear like you want to play Legos or something like that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just a thought. I mean, I, I, I never thought it said Legos on the Oh, box. sure. No, no, I'm, I'm not, not saying you did. not stupid, Jake. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you take away from
2: that whatever you will. I'm just trying to spark conversation. I thought we were on a podcast or something.
1: Oh, my mistake. I like it. I like it. You know one thing I wish Lego would really make that would be freaking cool Canned Air t-shirts. You
2: know, I was going to say, there's really one thing missing from their catalog, and that is a wearable form of Lego that also advertises the Canned
1: air podcast. I'm sure that someone's made a shirt out of Legos that's horribly <laughs> uncomfortable. It's got, like, hinges. <laughs> <laughs> it should be the worst. Like, be like wearing a barrel, I would imagine. Yeah, but yeah. Probably better off with the barrel. Since that's not happening, folks, we're just going to get you t-shirts, Canned Air t-shirts at that the old traditional style just the old the cotton and poly what what do you think they're made of I can't imagine they're 100% cotton cotton and let me tell you this honestly let me put the jokes aside for a minute here and just say that the shirts are comfortable they're nice shirts I purchased two now and they are so comfortable yeah uh, don't order black. If you want a black shirt, get the or, charcoal gray. Order the charcoal gray. Yeah, it's black enough, and it's it's a higher
2: quality uh, print for whatever like, it's reason. It's
1: like the stretchy. Yeah, yeah. I, I have trouble finding shirts that fit me because I'm very tall and uh, not very wide. So. Finding a shirt that, you know, isn't wide and is long enough yeah. is a struggle. You don't want to wear it
2: like a nightgown.
1: <laughs> right. These shirts accommodate. These shirts accommodate. It's
2: good stuff. So rep your favorite podcast. It's us, by the way. When I mm-hmm. say your favorite podcast, mm-hmm. I'm not giving you an opening to buy whatever other podcast shirt. You're going to buy a air shirt. There it is. We're your favorite. Where do they get it? You, I'll tell you where they get it, Jeremy. <laughs> Even though you totally caught me off guard, and for some reason I drew a blank there, you can get it at dot com
1: forward slash Candair pod. That's the place. That's yeah. the place. And we also have links on the website. We sure do. Uh, we're always bouting it on Twitter. We tweet media. them on the tweeter. There's there's uh, merchandise to be bought, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna mugs. hire a blimp. Yeah, coffee mugs, clocks, uh,
2: shower curtains, show- shower shower Somebody buy the <laughs> shower
1: curtain. You got to do it. Hopefully one day but <laughs> That's my dream at this point We'll, we'll make it worth your while yep. But anyway We'll quit rambling here Society6.com forward slash Candair Pod Go get some of that tasty Canned Air Mike. Do it Alright okay. with that Let's swing open the door to the comic vault And then uh, we're just going to end the episode after that Because we don't have anything else to talk about <laughs> Unless you got anything else to talk about No No. I think we've uh, we've had a fine conversation About Lego one that I'm proud of I am very proud of myself. It was fun. I like Lego. I'll go first this week. Why don't you start us off? I never go first. I should go first. No, you don't. You usually defer to the guest (laughs) or... Well, I've been wanting to, you know, I don't know if people have noticed, but we've been doing a lot more web comics on the show. and um, We like to, you know, not only help those people get exposure, but it's also a great way to discover stuff that you're not finding on the shelves or people aren't bringing to you. There's a lot of good stuff on the web. And And in a general
2: way, we like the community. And every webcomic we've dealt with has been supportive, cool to talk to, genuinely interesting.
1: And I don't want this to sound like a slant against anyone in the indie community who's trying to make money. But for the webcomic people who just slave over this stuff and put it out there for free, I mean, it's nothing but a labor of love.
2: It's incredible. It's it's like the guy who plays guitar on the subway who just fucking shreds it. Maybe he's got a hat to collect change, but dude, he's playing it because he loves to play
1: it. You know. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of the times you find some good stuff. Now I get wanting to make it your career. I mean, oh sure, Price is what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. So nothing against those people. Please don't take it that way. We just have
2: a lot of respect for webcomic creators, is all.
1: We really do. We really do. I don't know where you find your web comics typically. I mean, I imagine you you and Jack both do the same thing I do, is just go to Google and <laughs> type in web comics. I've and Googled see what's a couple, and it tends to
2: snowball. Once you find one, they're pretty interconnected. So.
1: Right. But uh, in, the, in the past, when looking, I always have to look through a bunch before I find <laughs> yeah. anything that I want to talk about. Not that, I don't know. I imagine it's kind of like the podcasting community. Where um, It's a saturated market. It's a saturated market. Because who's stopping you? And when I say, you know, find one I want to talk about, that's not to imply that everything that I've gone across is shit. Yeah, it's, it's just not, it not everything just, is every you know going to translate well to radio talk. If I had a nickel for every,
2: like, <laughs> intrapersonal romance drama webcomic, yeah, I'm sure right. plenty of them are
1: super well done and well written. It's just not a subject that I go looking for. Sure, sure. So I came across one um, called Crawdads Welcome. Already like it, and it's funny you say that because when I saw this comic, it made me think of you. the The type of humor it is—I can't wait. It's fucking brilliant. It really is. Now, first, <laughs> I, I gotta, take that as a compliment. Thank I gotta you. set up the artwork because the art. Have you ever seen? Um, and there's probably a, a name for this type of artwork, but I'm not sure of what it would be. But take a quick glance at that without reading anything. It's it's like kind of like old velveteen rabbit, yeah, yeah, like it's old school black and white illustrations you might find. It's
2: like when you go back far enough into children's books when they couldn't like hit that happy medium between representing a thing and making it child friendly, so instead everything was terrifying.
1: Oh, I don't. I wouldn't call it terrifying. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's it. Oh, just I reminds mean, me of the like quality is astounding. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know you weren't like shitting on it. Or no, 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 not at all. I, I just I just think of it as like like early 1900s hundreds kind of illustration. It, it has
2: a very, um, I almost want to say classical.
1: Classical, thank yeah. you. That, that's, that's very helpful. So when you see that kind of artwork, that's the kind of story you tend to pull from it. Richly detailed, very expressive, you know. And I love it when something you expect with the exception of the last jedi is pulled out from under you and something <laughs> yeah. else is given to you you know what right. i mean in this case oh okay I'll quit babbling about it and just tell you what. I'm gonna read a few of these they're shorts it's not a full comic I just pulled a few shorts here as example pulling down some shorts <laughs> the first one look at this guy yeah, right you know the first one shows a rabbit coming up on uh two turtles sitting in the in the woods and there's a third t- turtle shell there sitting empty and he's like Uh, Hey, uh, whose shell is that? It belongs to Steven, but he's left. He's naked now. The rabbit says, oh, is is he scampering around naked, all bashful, trying to cover up his dangling unmentionables? And the turtle's like, no, though we indulge ourselves infrequently on bashful nudity, it's very important to us turtles. And they launch into this whole thing about why it's important for the turtle to leave their shell and (laughs) frolic about. And they're like, the rabbit's like, wow, um... I don't think I knew you guys could ever leave your shells. And the one turtle looks at him and says, we can't do that at all. We're fucking with you, Gerald. It <laughs> <laughs> says, <laughs> we ate Steven. It's Je- been a hard year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Perfect. And this other comic. Oh, my God. This this is what sold it for me. Yeah. This is better than the last one. It's only four panels. It's the one I just showed you for reference of the artwork. Sure. It shows a little rabbit with little like a little child rabbits coming in like little bib overalls carrying a basket and it says check it out chumps puts on a ronald reagan mask and says i'm motherfucking ronald reagan <laughs> <laughs> then there's a dad rabbit sitting on the couch in a suit and tie leans forward with a pissed off look says how dare you and the next panel is the rabbit's ass getting beat over the dad's knee and that's the end of the comic <laughs> <laughs> <What's-> <laughs> <laughs> I just I just, read these and lost my shit. I was laughing, and it's fantastic. But you wouldn't expect that from the no, artwork. It's would just you? like you know what. Anyway, I'm gonna quit droning on about it. I strongly recommend checking out Crawdad's Welcome. It's done by Ezra Butt, and uh, you can find Ezra on Twitter at Ezra Butt. That's Butt with two T's, and on Patreon, more importantly, at Patreon.com forward slash Ezra Butt. Check it out, crawdads. Welcome. Excellent. And I think I will. I think you should. I have got something somewhat similar,
2: but I want to say a little more Jake-ish to share. Okay. It is a webcomic of single, isolated stories. Each sort of episode is its own little vignette by different artists, different contributors, um, all brought together by a man named Sam Costello. These comics, uh, this comic archive is called Split Lip. So there's just one I'd like to share with you, which I think was just a perfect gateway into what this website offers. They've got tons and tons available for free right now, but there is a Patreon page oh, where really? there's more available uh, for contributors. So I, I don't feel so bad sharing one full comic from this because they're short. I love this one.
1: Right, and that's, you know, that's kind of why I did here, too. Just a quick... No, I just wanted to say that. There was just a couple shorts of many, so just a quick example. We're not
2: here to spoil anything. We just want to share. If anything, get you hooked into the comics and come back for more. This one, I thought, was such a fantastically bizarre concept. There's a gentleman, looking hungry, preparing a big, elaborate sandwich in his kitchen. It's a nice house. Obviously, he's got a good job. He's, uh got it all put together he's got his dagwood situation going he's walking down the stairs while taking a bite and a little mayonnaise or mustard or something spills onto the side of his cheek he sticks out his tongue to lick it off trips down the stairs slams his jaw on the floor and bites his tongue clean oh, off dude. Boom. Oh, it's gone Fuck. tongue detached mm. he's freaking out you would too right hard to fault him and the tongue starts flipping around And this tongue begins to speak I'm free, thank god I'm finally free, no more lying For your stupid ass And the guy gives it this flabbergasted look He's like, that's right, I'm gonna tell Lizzie everything I'm gonna tell her about the abortion you paid for For that secretary at your office building I'm gonna tell her about the business trips To here and there and that And it starts wiggling away yelling Lizzie, Lizzie, get over here (laughs) It's got like this Obvious like Brooklyn accent (laughs) So he hears his wife coming in. The guy scrambles, grabs the tongue, throws it down the garbage disposal, and turns it on. Shreds the tongue. His wife comes in, like, Oh my God, what's the matter? He's like, It's fine, Listen. Everything's fine. (laughs) And that's the whole comic. She doesn't question. This is fucking brilliant. Oh, she probably does. (laughs) But she doesn't have to hear about his infidelity from a disembodied tongue.
1: That is priceless.
2: Oh, I loved it. I loved it.
1: That kind of reminds me of a comic you brought to the table a while back... what was it like? Someone was trying to pull a tooth loose, and when they pulled it, like it just <laughs> yeah, kept There was a out.
2: parasite there. That, yeah, oh, and like so it, awesome. and it
1: made it seem like everyone's got this thing. Very
2: in much in in that vein. And as I recall, the tagline for Split Lip is like a Twilight-style comics for the 21st century. And I'm like, all right, you got me. You know, wow, sold. Where, where was this at again? Uh, this Split Lip Comics. Split Lip Comics. That's all it takes. Uh, put together by a fellow named Sam Costello. Find him on Twitter. Find him on Patreon. More importantly, toss there a couple is. bucks his way. Yeah, cuz this stuff is brilliant. I've only begun to delve through the library of stuff they already have available and I love it. That's awesome. But man. that first one just blew me away. I'm like, "Oh, what a perfect neat little package, no, you know?" No, that
1: sounds perfect. God. It sounds uh it sounds like something I like and see that's 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 the benefit of explaining that one page. You know, you worry about yeah, you know, like I don't know if that's going to make someone mad, but it, had you not told me about it, I wouldn't have given it a second thought. Now that you've told me that page, like I'm actually you're intrigued. stuck. You got enough to to because more. if that's
2: the level of quality it's bringing to the table, yeah. and just to to take such a basic fear, everybody's thought, well, they're eating something or licking a lollipop or something. What if I bit off my tongue right now? You know, it's mm-hmm. like one of those deep dark fears. It's something so immediate that gets you invested right then and there, and then to throw that absurdity at you when your defenses are down, brilliant. I love it. Mm. And I will, I will uh, find the because I don't know if, if this comic in particular was written by Sam Costell. I don't know what his involvement in the writing process is right now. Okay. But uh, my understanding is that each individual comic has its own writer, I so see. I will give proper credit where it's due. Oh, okay. Uh, when cool. we tweet this out later.
1: Oh, so. I see. Cool. Very cool. Awesome. I think this has been a good episode. I couldn't agree more. Fun conversation, Legos, good comics. That's what we're all about, right? The Holy Trinity conversation <laughs> comics lego <laughs> hey lego is as big a piece of pop culture as anything else we've talked about so right. it was a matter of time before we yeah. had to tackle it i'm but surprised it took this long you know i i am too once it once it kind of snapped together i was like wow how have we not done this yeah, but seriously. um now we have so uh with that behind us,
2: Jake, what do we have on the website? Well guys, why don't you head on down to com where you can see all of our episodes. Visit our special guest cage, where special guest cage <laughs>
1: I would love to keep our special guests in a cage. It's cool enough to have their covers, but to actually have them? Look who we've had on the show, guys.
2: Don't worry. All special <laughs> guests are re-released into the wild after the episode. Visit our special guests page where you can see some of our most illustrious interviews, uh, as well as check out our contacts page. If you want to be on the show, promote your work. You'll have links to our Society6 merchandise page, where you can buy a shirt, a clock, a mug, etc. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter. Twitter at Candare Pod and Instagram at Cand underscore Air.
1: Very good, Jake. And for those of you who are going to be heading over to Patreon to check about the comics we talked about, maybe head over to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CandarePod. Pod. Uh, throw a few dollars our way. We also have exclusive content on there for supporters, just like the comic people do. Uh at, that we do at two dollars a month, you get access to the Candare Fantasy Fight, which is a album we did uh, what, about a year Give ago? Give or take. Yeah, yeah. With the game we uh, made, I can't, it's not even a game. <laughs> we had a it's little, called a thought experiment. Yeah, we, 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 we picked that. eight fictional characters uh, at somewhat random, right? Yeah. By the roll of dice, and then uh, put them in a tournament bracket and had conversations as to if they were to fight, who would win.
2: And I tell you what, it did not play out the way I thought. Because I no, went into there with some pretty like unshakable opinions that were fully eroded by the end. It's amazing what discussing. A hypothetical situation it's easy to get
1: swept role. up in you know like defending a character you <laughs> yeah. like but whenever when there's people to keep you in check and everyone to keep it as real as yep, possible yep. it's undeniable it was you know? a lot of fun it, it was a lot of fun we souped it up with a lot of special effects sure audience roar cool <laughs> yeah. music can't recommend it enough but that's what you get the two dollar level at at the five dollar a month level you get access to the monthly patreon pod. Yeah, and that's just for you baby just for you guys. you know we'll treat you right. Yeah. There's two out already because we've only had the Patreon up for <laughs> yeah,
2: right. two months. This is a recent development.
1: Right. But uh, we're about to record another one here in a few minutes. It's we It's going to be up by the end of the week. And, uh, you know, the longer we do this, the bigger that catalog's going to be. Uh, be. Mm-hmm. And more enticing for the $5... Uh, subscriber I they think certainly you know? hope so so anyway I'll quit babbling <laughs> there's content for you there that you're not getting here for uh, for free so head over to patreon.com forward slash pod and I think that's probably going to do it this That'll week will cover it so until next time I'm Jeremy Collie. I'm Jake Runyon thanks for listening everyone